One's a former NFL star turned esports coach. But I was getting the stink eye from my wife. She's like, <laughs> what you doing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and one's a dad who can't stop playing Rocket League. These kids these days, they're like, blah, 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 blah. we're used to jump and run. Together, they welcome you to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. Uh, welcome to Amon Green's Gamer Lounge. And then we're going to eventually get the video or info for Welcome Rico, the rookie, the father of two kids that run him and his wife ragged or something like that we'll come up with something that is true that is big voice big voice bob would nail it yeah big voice bob would nail it for him but uh welcome to the gamers lounge podcast i'm your host amon green along with rico the rookie what's good with you man hello everyone how are you doing (laughs) oh man so i'm doing good by the way chat i hope you're doing good we got ari oh what's up ari how you doing I mean, he's coming in the chat asking me if I'm coming to his event, man. That's he's putting me on front. Street <laughs> here, here. Like, come on, Ari, you up. can't do that. That's not fair. All right, just we gotta, we, show we gotta talk just like, email. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta talk an email. What's good, Nick? Um, and so, all right, I'll get back to you on that because I got a crazy schedule, um, That's coming funny. up in the latter part of the year. So, but uh, man, uh, Ari, I hope you're doing well. Nikki, hope you're doing well as well. As well, that was too many wells. They're redundant, so you, don't, you can't do that when commentating. But, hey, it is. Well, what it well, is. Well. So welcome into the podcast, like I mentioned. And we're going to talk about a lot of fun stuff today. We got information from around the gaming space, from things going on with one of my favorite RPGs, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, and my other place where I love the movies, the plots of movies, video games, the plots of video games that – are going on out in Hollywood. There's stuff going on in Iowa. Rico will talk about here in a little bit, mm-hmm. but we're going to check in real quick and see how everyone's doing right now. It's just myself and Rico the Rookie. John is busy working his other job. He's a commentator for the Wisconsin ladies volleyball team. I think most sports there. I mean, he does a lot of women's sports there. So good luck and uh, safe travels for our man, John Adius with his team up in, I think, was he in Minneapolis? Or where did he say? He I think they're going to, I think they're going to Minnesota. Minnesota. So yeah, Minneapolis yeah, area. So Minneapolis. You know, because yeah. it's just, you know, it's big Nebraska took care of business. Nebraska took care of business against Minnesota. I already swept them. So you know, it's whatever. Yeah, we'll we, see we, we'll see what we'll see what Wisconsin could do, you know. Yeah, we got our our lady um volleyball player has been balling since I left. I'm glad I'm back and he's still balling. So oh yeah. I love it. I love it. So I was actually back up in the up in Wizzy um for for the weekend. It was alumni weekend hanging out with my old compadres that we used to raise hell with each other in the locker room. So uh, ran it, and Dorsey was there, Santana Dotson, Gilbert Brown, uh, Scotty Wells. And Scotty Wells is a fun dude that I, I, I say I took under my wing, even though that he was not a running back. I had Tony Fisher and Najee Davenport under my wing. But Scotty was an old lineman from uh, Tennessee and a little bit of Irish in him. So he has a big red beard. Mm-hmm. And I remember his rookie year. So his rookie year was 2004. So that was my fifth year with Green Bay, my seventh year in the league. And so every – I always week, forget that you started with Seattle. Right, right. A lot of people do. I always people forget. Yeah, a lot of people don't remember that. So I'm in the table about to get my ankles taped. And this happened for probably a month, the first month of the 04 season. Poor Scotty. So he would come out into the training room – and be bloodshot red and went and practice and started. And I'm like, Brett, I'm like, what's wrong? Why are you mad? Because you look you look like an angry man because you're all red right now. And he said, Yeah, man. He said, What's up with your boys? I'm like, what? 
He said, the guy's in the raw offensive lineman. I'm like, you talking about Marco, Mike and Mike, Tausch and uh, Chad? He's like, yeah. I said, bro, they're just trying to test you. They want to test you till they break you. And then once you break, then they can continue to, to rag on you, talk about you, do whatever to get under your skin. I said, just work this, this, this ride the wave. I said, that's all they're doing. They just hope they just trying to see if you were about that life. That's all. You know, I say you could make it through it. You tough. I could tell you're a tough kid. You are all state wrestler, so I know you're a grinder. So just grind it out. But every day for a month, from Monday, sometimes we'll have practice on Monday, like a light walkthrough. Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, he's coming in there, bloodshot red. I'm like, he's like they they keep messing with me, AG. I said, I said, look, what, I said, what I tell you, don't let them see you sweat. Don't crack, baby. Don't crack. You just got push. it. They just, just keep pushing through. I'm like. Eventually, they're going to be, you'll come in there and they're going to say, hey, how you doing? They're going to be actually happy to see you. Yep. Not in there trying to mean mug you and, and, and put you in, the, um, in an insane asylum, talking about you and your mom and your kids, because they did every, they were by diabolical. And like the three of them, the three, the three-headed monster was Mike and Mike, Mike Wall, Mike Flanagan, and Marco Rivera. So they was kind of, the, kind of like the elder statesmen. They had been around yeah. a while. They were on the Super Bowl team as free agents and rookies, so they had been around a while. So they, the, between those three and then Mike Flanagan's parents, I found out that his mom and dad worked for, like, the Boston Globe or the New York Times. So they were editors oh. and writers. And so very opinionated, obviously, being from the East Coast. Even though he went to UCLA, I think he did that to rebel. And so you're dealing with a guy like that. Then you're dealing with Mike Wall. My guy, this is my dude, Mike Wall. When you see him, he's looks like the resident badass of the house of the building. He has tattoo. He got this nice tribal tattoo on his on his one of his arms, and he just tatted up, ball headed. You know, he looks he looks like oh, that, yeah. like a he looks like a Mad Max character. You know? Yeah, he's the dude you don't mess with. He's the dude you walk into the bar, you see him, and you're exactly. just like, when things start popping off, that's the guy you need to watch. Either watch him or run away from him. <laughs> That's what. Yeah. And then Marco, he was the guy. He'll kill you with kindness and then stab you in the back with some comment later on. <laughs> <laughs> so he's dealing with these three guys at Chloe and then Mark Tauscher and Chad Clifton. Chad and Chad didn't say a whole lot. He wasn't. I I love him to death. This is a this is out of love. He wasn't the sharpest knife in the uh in the drawer, but he was our guy. You know, he was that guy. We have you know everybody has one that he's he's there. He's he does things, and we were kind of like, hey, you know, he came out late. He bumped his head or something. We love him to death, though. Um, and Tausch was a little <laughs> smart ass. He was smart for his own good. So he's dealing with these guys, Scotty Wells. And and I'm telling him the story, and he's looking at me now like, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I don't want to hear the, the most hardest part of my life right now. So I was like, I get it. So I stopped. my. I, I saw the. I saw his body, body mechanics. I was like, all right, let me finish this story off real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I had a good yeah so I had a good time yeah, back home <laughs> right right so I had a good time listening uh, seeing Scotty seeing some other guys like Earl Dotson Santana Dotson James uh, Sean Jones and then some of the older Lombardi era uh, Packers were there Dave Robinson who just went into the Hall of Fame a few oh. years ago Jerry Kramer was there who went in a couple years ago as well um and I think a few others so but it was just great to see who you know everybody showing up a lot of guys that were you know, in the '80s and the '90s, uh, Lynn Dickey, he was a quarterback from the seven, or from the '80s. That's when the Packers yeah. had a rough time, and uh, Jerry Hill was a running back along with him. So, see them guys come back every year for the alumni. Mar Fleming, too, a Lombardi.
players. It was pretty cool, man. So it's uh, having a good time back in Wisconsin. So now I'm back in Nebraska, and we got Michigan coming this weekend. So um, what's up with you, Rico? How was your last week? Well, I was, I was going to ask you, were they uh, were any of those Hall of Famers letting you know uh, how to get your Hall of Fame speech ready? What you got uh, put in there and how many <laughs> how many jokes you throw? <laughs> True. Uh, no, I did not ask that question. I, I will once – it's official. Like when I know is the if it's next summer or the summer or the summer after that. When you when you get when that I'm, knock on your door. Yeah, when I get that knock on my door, that's when I'll call them up and I'm like, hey Dave or Jerry, you know, help me out here because this is <laughs> this is the speech of all speeches next exactly. to after you win a Super Bowl speech. You know, it's that talk that has yeah. to nail it. You gotta say every word out your mouth has to kind of be that word that solidifies mm-hmm. and uh follows you into the Hall of Fame, and then you get your bus. You can't stop exactly i gotta work on that which i'm working on that now if you haven't noticed so there you go there you go so what about yourself man uh it's work man work 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 that's what we we moved into the new building like i said last time we're down here on 11th and o street down in in beautiful lincoln nebraska just a couple blocks away from memorial stadium so it's been a non-stop work coming in and doing the shows helping everybody get things ready um putting together some some sounders and stuff for student athlete shows some new shows mm-hmm. starting up left and right. right uh we've got new people coming in we have waffles in here again today oh so i told you they were coming in today and you didn't it, so. no I, <laughs> I believe you it's not that i believe you i just forgot you just forgot i they might come next wednesday so i'll let you know you know stop, stop. i will be we available send me a text message please tuesday night okay We'll do the podcast together in the room here. John will be left out. We'll leave John out. He'll have to, uh, he'll have to stream in. We got to get better on the internet if they want me, if I come to that building. because like, Yeah, yeah no, you're, you're not wrong. We're, we're yeah. working on that as well. But um, no, it's just a, a lot of work. You know, KJ, uh, my kids are, are little hellions and we're going to soccer tomorrow. But KJ you're yesterday fell at daycare and oh, bit his yeah. tongue real, real bad. I didn't know how bad it was. And I got home and I go, hey, buddy, let me see your tongue. And he puts his tongue out. And I was like, ooh. And he goes, Ooh. and I go, no, you're fine. It's okay. Don't cry. Don't cry. You're good. I used yeah. to do that I was with like, my It's aid. not that bad. It's not that bad. That is definitely in the parent's book of things you must do as a parent. If you have a little kid below the age, I say 10 and below, and you know they're that kid, they're real sensitive. So anything happens, it's a it's a cry fest. You gotta have that, that you gotta have that mood that uh what you just did in there. You that that protocol. You're okay. You're good. Start. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like, yeah. like, like, like distracting from the pain as yeah. many times, Don't, many ways. That's just what as it you is. can. That's what it is, especially with babies. If they fall or if they if they hurt themselves, you just gotta be like, oh yeah, Ooh, yeah, you're good. Because okay. you're good. They don't, they don't know. They're like they like fall and they're like they look at you for like assurance. Like, is that supposed to hurt? What? And if you're just like, whoa, good job, hooray. They're Boom. like, oh, okay, I'm good. You got a major. If you're, what's that? Go ahead. If you sit there and you're just like, yeah, they fall and you're just like, oh no, are you okay? They're like. Ah! it's that major uh major pain remember major pain he said give me that finger he said i'm gonna make you forget about your leg pop yep (laughs) we ain't gonna do that don't do that to your kid don't break their finger if they twist the ankle don't do that we're not we're not we're not we're not uh, authorizing breaking your i've convinced my daughter 
I've convinced my daughter that when she falls outside and she like scrapes her knee or something, mm-hmm. um, I tell her every time she falls, she goes, I got an ouchie. I go, what are, what are ouchies that we get when we play outside me? She goes, so we're playing hard. And I go, yep, yeah, we're having Ooh, fun. I like it. Like a little coach protocol right there. Ooh, I was just like, I like, you, I was like you fell because I was like, you fell because we're playing hard. We're, we're doing, we're, we're having fun. That's what it is. So nice. she, goes, she goes, I got this because we were playing outside. I go, yeah, you did. That's like a bath for her now. So she we're working through that. That's how she takes that. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah, right. So, got it. Got it. All right, man. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, let's get into this. Uh, we are sponsor here. And then another thing, Rico, we are on LinkedIn right now, my LinkedIn channel. What? So we're on Facebook Live. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitter. And now we're on LinkedIn, bro. We're everywhere. And I think one other place called Maestro. LinkedIn? Yes. Yes. You're on LinkedIn. So with being on LinkedIn, we can ask for sponsors and we got our sponsor already bet online. So I'm going to go into the bet online race. So we know football is back NCAA big upsets, NFL blowout 70 to 20. Unfortunately, if you're a Broncos fan, you're not having a good time right now. If you a Miami Dolphin fan, you're like Super Bowl baby. So bet online <laughs> remains the number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. So you'll always find the latest odds, team matchup, players news, game trends at bet online so as your continued source for sports ragering information bet online featuring live betting free contests giveaways all season long and always the fastest and the easiest way to bet on your favorite sports and um, sporting events whether it's nhl nfl in mma and then soon nba and then major league baseball we got playoff push going there boxing golf and esports, so it's like what you use. Thir- you did about thirteen fingers right there. So all, about thirteen. All the you did all Everything. the fingers there. So there you go. A lot of sports. We'll just say that. So head over to BetOnline.ag to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. I said fifty percent welcome bonus on your first time doing this thing. So make sure you use that promo code BLEAV to receive your rewards. And you know what, Rico, BetOnline where the game starts so with that jfk yeah esports betting it's it's out there it's real you know <laughs> it's something that's been around i know for me i found out about online betting esports betting in like 2018 or 2019 i was like what i was like interesting oh, very interesting yeah, i can't uh i don't do i don't do any sports betting because i am bad <laughs> Yeah, I don't I'm mess not, around with it. I'm not. I'm not good at picking things. I'm not. That's why like, I just. I'll just lose all my money. I'd rather put my money into the video game disc that I buy, consoles and PCs, because then at least I know where my money's going and I could use it. And I could utilize it. Um, so headed over to quick hitting news bites. I'm super excited, Rico. You wasn't on the show when this game came out, but you are now. And mm-hmm. when this game first came out, I was so butt hurt because. <laughs> Cyberpunk 277, I was so hype about it because I went to E3 that summer, the previous summer, mm-hmm. in 2019, saw Keanu Reeves come out on the stage to introduce the game. So I'm like super geeked. And then the game is glitched up because it's during COVID when it finally launched. And so it never got in, um, completed. So now it's been big updates over big updates over the last three years since COVID. And now the game is pretty much running full speed. So you could go over to gamesradar.com to fin- read the article here. Um, about the new update 2.0 for Phantom um, for uh, 
Cyberpunk and the new DLC Phantom Liberty, as you read on your screen right there, and all the nice little fun things they added to it. They have, you know, new graphics. They have added more Hollywood big time actors to this DLC, to this game. They have my man, Idris Alba, aka in the game, Solomon Reed is a FIA agent, sleeper agent. So he's undercover, under all the covers. He's he's very bad. He's one of, I guess being Idris Alba, he's probably that anti-hero because you know him as an actor, you love him as an actor, good or mm -hmm. bad. So he's an anti-hero. I'll classify him as that. So it's the the normal spy ep, espionage satire. You got a dark bar. You you got Idris in this purple dark suit, and you're you're sharing drinks with everybody with these high profile people. Some good, some bad. Pretty girls here, like you see the cyborg right there staring at you. I don't know about the cyborg thing, and and getting 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 ready to try to spit game to that. That just it's it's a robot. I can't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. That's the part of the game. You can't I'm like spit game to a robot. I, I I can't spit game to a human being. I don't have game. This I, I don't know how my wife. I did it with my <laughs> wife, but I guess my, might have been the looks. Um, so that probably helped me out you in just, that area. You just gave it a look. You just look. You said, hey, she's like, you know, okay. There we go. So, but in the game, you know, they setting it up kind of like a James Bond, um, an escape from New York type feel, or or for better yet, my game or movie of the movies is a uh, Blade Runner, the new, the original mm -hmm. with Harrison Ford, and even the new one they did with uh, Ryan Gooseley not too uh, not too long ago, a few years ago. So, you got these big time actors in again. You still have Keanu Reeves' character Johnny in the game, and then you have other little tidbits that they add to the LC uh, DLC and to the update, you have an exclusive, I'm not exclusive, but you have a relic tree where you could then, you know, build things with, it's, I say, um, extra spy like powers to add to your character, to your avatar. And remember mm -hmm. you're, you're in this place where it's cool. So you know how it's cool to get a tattoo. Yeah. Right. In this game it's cool. It's cool to get something technology put on you. So you could be basically by the end of the game, you could be more half more robot than human. You see what I'm saying? So it's cool to put like to get your hand cut off, and then now you have a hand kind of like Luke Skywalker. You know, you got metal hands, shoulders, and everything like I would the, do that. The, like the lady in the picture there, she's like human face, but the back you can see her back here. That's all yeah. metallic. So it, that I is, my, I would get my hand cut yeah. off, and so that's I would get a robot hand. Right. So that is the thing in the game here, and the pros here, as you see on the screen, huge amount of content for. Uh, the modest needs and then said the con the cons there needs more tutorial for new features because sometimes you know some games don't kind of tell you everything that you need to do or how to do it and because I, I know when i first started playing the game i got a little lost in trying to upgrade my body you know help mm -hmm. you know make myself more stronger or my reflexes faster so you kind of have to search and find those little tutorials but eventually you'll figure it out that's what we do as gamers so it's not too hard but they can make it a little bit easier another another pro is they got a new thriller of uh, focus brings fresh gameplay um opportunities and an excellent intro to the um new update and like i mentioned already idris alba for the ladies there you go you know thank you to you project project red bringing that in here and then also just like any rpg game so similar to gta because i know you play grand theft auto rico i know you played yeah, that in, in your lifetime and then jfk you, or, you can't call yourself a gamer if you haven't played grand theft auto exactly JFK uh, was a BR facial. I'm, I'm pretty sure you played any of those uh, or any of those games. And so <clears throat> just like in those games, you got to be, I say you got to kind of creep and crawl around the popo because when the police are around, 
and you're doing something wrong, they on you like flies. Then you know what? Okay, so don't mm-hmm. do, don't commit, don't commit no crimes in front of the police. Just don't do that in the game. If not, unless That's you, it. unless you that, that last little part of it, don't right. commit crimes in front of the police. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it in front of the police because they will get you because they got a higher. Uh, uh awareness added to them with the big update so that means you could probably sneeze oh. wrong they're gonna pull they're gonna arrest you you know you're gonna probably throw you could spit some gum on the ground they'd be like ah pick it up with a gun pointed to you so in the game be particularly careful around the popo so um like i mentioned at the start i'm super excited about this uh cyber punk 2077 update and dlc add to the game and i was able to one little another tidbit before i pass it off to you uh rico I was able to download, this is from my Xbox One. I bought it when it was still Xbox One. I was able to put it in my Xbox Series X and it still downloaded Ooh. and boom, it went right in. So I didn't, it wasn't nothing uh, where it was an issue. So cross-platform from Xbox One over to Series X, not a problem there. It's just another pro for you if you're a fan mm-hmm. of playing Cyberpunk 77. So I'm done with my story, buddy. What we got well, here? Go. So, well, let me ask you about Cyberpunk 2077 because I never, I never ended up playing it, but I remember watching right. some people that played it, and it was bad when it first came out. Uh, however, many years ago it's been was it yeah like three years ago when it first yeah, came it was, out. It was not good. Had, like, has it just slowly gotten better? And now, does it seem like it's you know, if you take the DLC out of it, just with all the updates, now does it seem like a game that if it was released you know, if this version of the game without the DLC was released today and mm-hmm. you didn't, you know, you didn't have it back in 2020, would this be one of those where you're looking at it and you're like, this could be like game of the year material? A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent before the glitches. Cause I, <clears throat> I had probably put a good three, four hours into the game and I kept coming across when I started, <clears throat> it could be a campaign mission or side mission where I got to go get the bag from some criminal and bring it back. And I, I get half the half the bag or whatever, you know, the half the money. Mm-hmm. I completed like several missions. And then when I would go hand in the completion, you had to go to a, a point, a way, a waypoint. I got to the waypoint and it was nobody there. And so mm-hmm. that part was where I was like, every time I did, it, you know me, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, it's going to fix itself. Maybe it's something wrong. I did wrong. So I went back, repeated the mission again. And then the same thing, nothing at the waypoint. I even went to find a door that went underground under the street to see if it was just under the street <laughs> in the yeah. game. Because it's a it's an open world. So you, you know, a lot of doors yeah. open in open world games. And it's still it was it was a glitch in Cyberpunk. So it kind of of course disheartened me in, in playing the game and picked up other games. Ragnarok, Spider-Man was going was was around that time as well. So just moved on from that. But now it's a, that it's back. And now it's all pushing out on all cylinders. So I'm super excited. Got it. Like I say, downloaded the other day, put the disc in, and it just started updating. I'm like, oh, oh. Super, <laughs> You're super excited. excited I, I know excited. one of the things that I was seeing on Twitter about this new, with the updates and everything, is there's, and I don't know if it was in it to begin with, but the difference of going from inside to outside, there's no loading screen, as there is with some other games, like with Starfield. Yes. It's, you know, massive open world, but when you go from inside a building to outside, there's still like, uh, you know, one and a half, two second loading screen. But with Cyberpunk, you'll go from inside a building to outside and it's just the doors open, the sun is shining and things are happening. No loading screen, anything. And you just walk right out. And I think that that 
is something that's really impressive with Cyberpunk, even with all yeah. of the bugs and the glitches that <clears> they did have, is that they were able to get that part of it down where you could do something like that and not have to worry about loading in and, and using the technology that has advanced so far and is able to handle mm -hmm. that kind of, of uh, implementation with these for video sure. games. For sure. For sure. So I think I said, I say, Ryan, I say, is it Gosling or Goosling? It's Gosling. You said Gosling. I was, I said you were on a roll though. So I was just going to let you <laughs> stop me. Stop me. If I'm on a roll, you have my permission to stop me, Rico and chat. Goss, so it was Gosling, Gosling, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Okay, because I hate saying people's name wrong because people destroyed my name when I was a kid. So Gosling, sorry about that. Thank you, yeah. uh, Br and Rico for that. Yo, you just stopped me in my tracks. Hey, hey, what Jesus, slow you, down. Were, you were you were rolling, and I was just like, I was like Gosling. I was like, you know what? Nope, let him go. Gosling. Let him go. Please, sorry, sorry, Ryan. If you're watching this, I hope you are watching it because you are a gamer. That means you're real. You're watching my show, so I apologize for that. And then uh, JFK says. It's the implant shop. It's a DLC or a new game. Uh, I don't know. It's a DLC. It's a DLC. The Phantom Liver. I think it's a DLC. Yeah. yeah it, oh no, the Phantom Liver. Yeah, that's a yeah, DLC, that's a DLC for sure. I don't know. That's DLC. Yeah. Er says we all knew there would be issues. We all played Witcher three. Yeah. I didn't play Witcher three until last year, so it was actually working. Yeah. Um, I played like five hours of Witcher three, and I was like, "This is fun, but it's not for me." Yeah. So yeah, it's. I like it because I watched the series that came mm. on Netflix with Harry with Henry. If I Cavill. say his name, Cavill. <laughs> That's why I stopped. I was like, let me think about his name because I always say Cavell. I no, you're, you're I say Cavell or Cavill. It takes there like it. It'll take me a little bit to get these some of these people's names right, but I, you know, I'll get I get it down. No, don't and Br, don't let it slide. I gotta know my words. I gotta enunciate properly. So don't let me slide on that. And then the ER <laughs> says the update to the new engine. Yes, it is. Ah. CD Project Red is doing their thing, getting everything uh, fixed up. And then JFK says if Cyberpunk top RPG with FF or Fallout and GTA, Final Fantasy, Fallout and GTA, uh, I would say up till now, yes. I said with the update, it has that quality say of with, gameplay. Yeah, I say with the way that people are talking about it online and how much love it's getting now after all of these updates, mm -hmm. I would say it's 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 getting up there with those if it's not already up there. Yeah, it is. I mean, you start. It was extremely hyped before it even came it was. out, and then unfortunately, unfortunately, with COVID hitting and things getting real weird, and they released it before it was ready. Um, all the hype kind of died down, but you see people playing yeah. Starfield. I've I've seen at least eight people who they're not like professional game reviewers or anything but they play a lot of games on my twitter mm -hmm. and they've played they, they played cyberpunk and they played starfield and before this update and this new dlc they were giving starfield like 10 out of 10 this is great this is the greatest rpg i've ever played and then they go back they play cyberpunk with phantom liberty and they're like hold on i'm gonna drop starfield a little bit because apparently i didn't remember what it was like to play a 10 out of 10 RPG shooter game. And that's what they, they're saying cyberpunk is. Yeah. And I like it because for one, I love, I'm a big fan of Keanu Reeves, even though he was, at first I thought he was like the main character that you play, but you create mm -hmm. your character just like in Starfield and like in Boulder's Gate. So, but I knew he was, once I found, played in and found out he's still in the game, I was like, either way, I like it. They sucked me in with that bait right there. They got me, but the gameplay now it's definitely worth it. So if you have this game, 
Redownload it to your Xbox One or Series X and please play it. It has all the bells and whistles of what it was scheduled to release in 2020 and it's back out now. So mm-hmm. it is good. So JFK last little regards to Cyberpunk. He said, I love Cyberpunk story. It's a lot of of details into it. Yes, it is. You have your factions of you know upper class, lower class, but they have their names. So I gotta get back into it to remember the name. I might have to I'm gonna have to play Cyberpunk. Might have, yep, to, might have to see if I can get a whole, get my hands on that. Yep. Hey, I got the disc. So if you got a Series X, you can borrow it after I'm done. I don't have an I don't have an Xbox. I'm a PlayStation guy. Oh, I think it's on, it's still on PlayStation. Right? I don't I don't know if it is. I don't know if it's an Xbox exclusive. Somebody in chat, if you could clarify that, that'd be great. So chat I'll knows. pass it. Chat always knows. Sorry, uh, Rico. I will pass it off to you. All right. So if everybody knows, it's been 130 days since the SAG AFTRA writers strike. Uh, kind mm. of initiated and they have a tentative deal starting today where the writers are going to be able to go back onto the shows and, and start writing again. I know the last of us um, season two is starting writing and production and everything today as the writer strike ends, but with the writer strike ending, another strike begins with SAG after as the SAG after uh, approves a video game strike against a uh, strike against the video game industry. Oh. Uh, this last Monday, union members voted 98.32%. 98% in oh, that's a favor done that's a done of a strike authorization against 10 major video game companies. Uh, 34,687 members casted ballots representing only 28%, well, 27% of eligible voters. So 27% of the voters mm. voted 98% for the strike. Um, wow. This means that they're they're shutting down or they're, you know, shutting down all of the uh, uh, writing for video games uh, until they can get a new deal done. But not necessarily. It's not necessarily a work stoppage. They're they're working towards, you know, getting a deal done. This is a quote from SAG after President Fran Drescher. Um, It's time for the video game companies to stop. Yeah, And yes, it's that Fran Drescher. It's time for the video game companies to stop playing games and get serious about reaching an agreement on this contract. The result of this vote shows our membership understands the existential nature of these negotiations and that the time is now for these companies, which are making billions of dollars and paying their CEOs lavishly, to give our performers an agreement that keeps performing in video games as a viable career. Now, they're striking Mm. because there's, you know, threats and, and, you know, obviously they're not being paid as much as they believe that they should be paying, but there's things that... you know they're they're using artificial intelligence and and apparently basic safety precautions are being AI chat for GPT. some of these people. Look, a, AI is just is is ruining a lot of things, but um, a lot of these things are are going on and messing with the writers and the voice. It's the voice actors really that for video games that are that are you know getting really upset with these things. And some of the big names in the video game industry that are going to be uh, in line for this potential strike. And I know a lot a lot of the people in the chat know know some of the games that these are. Uh, these companies mm-hmm. making Activision, Blind Light, Disney Character Voices, Ooh. EA, Formosa Interactive, Insomniac, Epic Games, Take Two, VoiceWorks, and WB Games. Wow. Negotiations began back in October of 2022, um, but they haven't. The the union says the companies have refused to agree to acceptable terms to come to something. So, like. Again, there's no guarantee that this is going to shut things down, but right, this is very big in the video game industry. Because look, the writer's strike for movies and TV shows lasted 130 days, 
you weren't getting, you know, aside from things that were already done, nothing new was getting recorded. Nothing mm. new was getting written. Mm. So for these video games, outside of things that are already done, if there's any video games that were still in production, they're, they're, they're by not, any of those companies, they might yeah. shut down. They might get, you know, they might be not get completed. I mean, it makes sense now, maybe because I say I look at it like this in terms of the last month, how many big game drops it was this month. Yeah, yeah Mortal Kombat came out last week. One, they reset that series. Starfield, Cyberpunk, we were just talking about 2077 with the Phantom Liberty mm-hmm. down on DLC. Uh, Boulder's Gate 3, NBA 2K, Madden. Oh, those are annual. And then now we got M, uh, Modern Warfare 3. Hopefully that still is on slate to still come out in November, I guess. So, man, a lot of big companies, a lot of big names. And it just to have this happen. I mean, this is this is much striking as maybe NFL, NBA leagues, because it's just sometimes I guess the people behind the scenes, you know, people in New York or people in Hollywood that are paying and writing out these checks, they forget who how this whole ecosystem works. You know, some of my football agent told me years ago, obviously was like, Amon, you play hard, you know, you play good, you make the Pro Bowl, you're going to get paid good money. Um, but also it's like, if I don't play good, then the fans don't sit in the stands to pay the tickets to come to the stadium. You know, mm-hmm. so that was like clearly, that's the obvious thing you know as a pro athlete. You're sort of an entertainer. A lot of guys don't look at it that way. And obviously it's not our job to entertain, it's our job to play football. But in a way, in a sense, it's an escape for a fan to go. So just like it's an escape for us to go watch these movies, go play these video games with the voiceover actors that are triple A Hollywood, you know, A-list actors, you know, Idris Elba, mm-hmm. like we just mentioned in Cyberpunk. And now they're not paying. We saw, you know, up on the, the website here, Jason Cicadis from uh, Ted Lasso. Um, so hopefully I said his name correctly. I know <laughs> I, I'm, I'm bad at that, but still great actor. And, you know, he's picketing. And when you see that, it just shows you how, how close the tight net the actor guild the actors guild are you know making sure they have each other's back the writers as well because the writers is what makes the actor and vice versa the actors would make the writers because if you have a great actor they could take an average writer a writing and make it sound fantastic when they act it out and vice versa you know a great writer can take a, a young actor or actress and make them just pop because they read and teach them how to read it and um the words on their paper for their script, for their dialogue, the proper way, if they have a good director and a good writer part of that film. So it all works hand in hand. You have, basically, if you don't have one, you don't have the other. And I think that's where a lot of places um, mm-hmm. like Hollywood, like like professional sports sometimes miss that. And then as consumers, sometimes we, not sometimes, but all the time we pay for it because eventually games potentially may not be made or movies may not be made. Because mm-hmm. the thing with, especially with these video game voice actors is, not a lot of them are, you know, outside of if you if you actually pay attention to who's acting these voices out, who's mm-hmm. who's putting their voice behind these characters, a lot of them aren't household names. These aren't, you know, popular, famous actors who are putting their voices in these video games. You know, from right. time to time, you'll get some cameos with some of these with some of these actors, Idris Elba, Keanu Reeves. You know, they'll throw their names and their voices into these video games that they care so much about, but. A lot of times, a lot of these voice actors are just that, voice actors, where maybe you've heard them in, you know, a separate video game or yeah. in a cartoon or something, but you wouldn't, you know, sometimes you can't even tell that it's the same person because of the way that they're able to change and train their voice to to do all of these different things that, you know, they need to be 
paid fairly and they need to be put in suitable work conditions mm -hmm. so that they can perform and bring in this money. You know, these CEOs are making billions of dollars. You would billions. think they want to put some of this money back into the actors and the, and the voice actors and the people who are, you know, doing the lights and the, all the production stuff for all of these things so that they can continue to rake in this money because look, I mean, you hear it all the time. That's one of those things you have to spend money to make money, but it's true. If you don't spend money on all of these good actors and these great voice actors and, and these, these great, you know, um, production people, you're going to get mm -hmm. subpar stuff. You get subpar stuff. People aren't going to go watch. And if people nope. don't go to watch, you're not making money. No, nope. no. Nope. And uh, I say on another note to wrap this up, in the video game space and the esports space, these same developers that make a ton of money when they launch big games that are coming out, like Spider-Man 2, like Boulder's Gate, like Starfield, and for the esports point of view, where you got some of these leagues dropping employees, where they're not orchestrating leagues and seasons no more for even at the college level to the pro level, eventually, if you don't start collaborating with the colleges or with the esports orgs out there from evil geniuses to a uh, phase clan to hundred thieves, just like the NFL, the NBA, the major league baseball, they have collective bargaining agreements. And that collective bargaining agreement means as a sponsor, you know, as Microsoft or as Nike or Adidas, we're going to share, sell, uh, share our revenue with you so we could grow together. Cause we know if we don't do this, if we basically silo this thing and just do it by ourselves, one side of the, of this ecosystem is going to die. It's going to wither out. Mm -hmm. It's going to dry up because there's not enough funding to pay the esports pros that are around the world. So Riot, EA, Activision Blizzard, Epic, the list goes on of developers that make billions of dollars every month when they do game launches, they make 80 million in a day. And you're telling me you can't partner with the esports orgs that are out there that are in the Overwatch League, that are in Call of Duty League, that are in the Madden Championship Series, that are in the FIFA Championship Series, Rainbow Six over in France. You tell me you can't band together to make sure these leagues stay um, that main, that can maintain and sustain to have pros coming from around the world in these games. You telling me you can't you don't have enough money to do that, you know? So I'm saying I'm shouting out to all the big AAA companies. You need to do this because if not, esports is not going to eventually be there anymore. And if it, but if it's, it's done the right way, our great grandkids are going to be talking about esports 100 years from now, just like we're mm -hmm. talking about the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, because that is what is going to take for esports to sustain. And this is another, you know, topic. Is it? It's a little different, but it's not much different than this topic here with the writers striking four games, four movies, because they got to have their just do and they got to work together. Big CEO, Paramount, yeah. uh, New just, New Line Cinema. I mean, if you just Viacom, think about all those companies <laughs> that pay the bills, basically, let's go. You know, best if Bethesda, you just think about if those video games, if those video game companies would actually put money back into the esports, you know, oh my God. side of things where yes. it's these these groups and these these people, all these millions, millions of people who come out to watch these games, watch these people play these games. If those companies put more and I, you know, maybe they're putting some money in there, you know, they're allowing them to play their game, whatever. But mm -hmm. if they put some money and actually would kind of put a focus on on the esports side of things, they would be able to grow their game so much more. Because if you again not make it exclusively towards esports, but if you make it in a way where it's it's slightly catering 
mm-hmm. um, not fully to the esports side of things. And you're just like, hey, you know, you do this, we can, you know, come up with sponsorships or come up with, you know, they're putting some of the prize money up for these esport tournaments. Like that would be a way to gain more fans, gain more people into these games because they're looking at it like, wow, like, you know, EA is actually putting, you know, a million dollars into this prize pool for mm-hmm. the winners, second place, third place of this tournament that they're having for Madden. Like, this is crazy. They're, you know, you get to be invited to, you know, the EA sports area and you get to, you know, get the game first before anybody, like all of the, if you, mm-hmm. if you put that into it and maybe focus a little bit more on the esports, like you said, you know, maybe our great grandkids will be talking about esports the way that we're talking about, you know, football and basketball and baseball, where it's a, le- it's a legitimate sport and it's something that people tune in to watch. hundred um, percent there, Rico. So and Matt Styles asked a little caveat here for the CEO, CEOs need to keep their multi-million dollar contracts intact. Yeah, they want to do that, but eventually they're going to stop feeding the beast. The whole machine just, is at going some to dry point, out. So. At some point, like, you have too much money. Right. Like, you can't you, – if you're making, you know, $5 billion, I don't know, $5 billion a year or $500 million a year, like, what, do, what are you spending all of that on? You're not going through all of that. No. A million dollars isn't are, going to hurt you. You're right. But yeah, if you're going through five hundred million dollars a year, you need to check your spending. You got extra, you got spending issues there. <laughs> oh man, but uh, no, this is a great conversation. We could definitely finish on other shows that we'll have down the line this year. But let's get on over to that fun conversation. To this or that, we go and this chat or that. All right, so we got the list of this or that. So like we're flip flopping. Between this or that and the best thing we found on social. I saw if you have any feedback on that, I think it's going pretty good. And if you want to give feedback, um, I got I failed to mention. Jump into my Discord. If you look on the top, um, I'm on my Twitch screen right now. It says join in my Discord. The hashtag or uh, exclamation point and then Discord. You can jump in there and become a greenie. So if Ryan Gosling is in the chat watching me lurking. Please join in the Discord, please, Ryan. I said your name right this time, so help me out yeah. there. But uh, let's get on to the Discord. I, I, I am Kenneth. <laughs> uh, like I said, jump in the Discord if you can, if you want to help out. And we had a couple viewers this week help us out with the this or that. So first one up is from my man Eeyore in the house. We got to get with Eeyore, uh, Rico. He will help us with uh, Starfield and Boulder's Gate in terms of rambling around the the land and learning how to play that game first this or that is from him here we go it's a good one you might like this one you guys. nerf football or air hog oh I, I i grew mm. I'll, t- I'll start here first I, i'll say my time when i was a kiddo was definitely the nerf football i had several of them my dogs occasionally would get a hold of them and then they'll be destroyed when i come home from school I was like, Mom, what happened? She's like, your dog ate it. That's your problem, not mine. <laughs> uh, but, yo, I'm going to go Nerf. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go. That's sorry, son. But uh, I'm going to go Nerf. Uh, I'm Nerf football. What about you, Rico and Chat? Uh, I So, gr- growing up, I had multiple Nerf footballs. And they would always – I don't know why, but they would always have a bite taken out of them. It wasn't the dog. I don't know who did it. It was probably my cousin. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but – Air hogs, like all the things that they made, so much fun. Little race cars, little plane, like everything they had was so awesome. But 
I think I'm going to have to go with the Nerf football, though, especially the one with the little tail. And yep. you could just launch it as far as far as you can. Like you felt like you could it, throw it across a football field. Like it all made the way, aero, all the it way made it more aerodynamic. Yeah, it made it more aerodynamic. Yeah, and you're just it's like, just, oh, I could I could launch this. And everybody thought they were a quarterback for like two weeks when they had that. They're like, oh, I yeah. could do this. I could yeah. I could be a quarterback. I so I think be, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with the Nerf football. Yeah, yeah, the one so with the got, tail that whistled says Nick. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we got Nick also Nerf for sure. I had Nerf football. I think I had a Nerf baseball. And you had a little soft bat. Uh, it was a lot of Nerf items out there. Nerf guns. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nerf guns are very popular now yep. for uh, like pool parties and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's that? Nick said, yeah, the one with oh the tail that whistled. Yep, that one. So so fun. It's so back in the day where we could actually go outside every day. And do something constructive with our life as the kid as your parents right. used to say to you go touch grass little boy go outside get out of the house i'll <laughs> learn either, how to throw you're either inside or outside stop inside or outside. yep stop wasting my air and uh jfk said he learned how to throw with the nerf yes it is you could grip it it's not too you know heavy like a actual football and everything so so did i because i a lot of good first, old memories with the football i thought that you were supposed to at the so the laces I thought your fingers were supposed to go over all the laces. And I was like, how do you throw this? <laughs> well, it goes on. Yeah, so yeah, it depends. No, you but I thought your hand laces. went over the no, I thought your hand went over like the middle. So right. like, all the laces are in between, like in between your fingers. Like this is all the laces, like right oh, there. Gotcha. I thought that's how you're supposed to hold it. And I was like, how do you throw this? Some quarterbacks held it that way. Like Troy Aikman, he held it right down the middle. He had his hands mm-hmm. were that big enough to cover just all the laces on there. So it's a preference, just like yeah. your your keyboard renderings on your keyboard or your controller as well. So next item on the list, a good uh, oldie but goodie, DreamHack or GameCube, Nintendo. So Sega DreamHack or DreamHack, wow, Dreamcast, sorry, and Nintendo mm-hmm. GameCube. <laughs> I'm all over the place this morning. Mm. It's too early for me, even though it's 10 o'clock. Dreamcast uh, is like OG, like, you know, loved it. But man, GameCube had some of the most fun games that I have ever played. Like Fire Fire Emblem on the GameCube was fantastic. Oh, Super Mario yeah. Strikers, yep, uh, yep. all the Mario parties, Super Smash Bros. Like just the most fun games that I've ever played probably came off the GameCube. So I'm gonna, I think Ooh. I'm gonna have to go with the the strangest, weirdest uh, uh, gaming console ever made. Yeah, it was strange. It was kind of with the little, tiny little CDs, little, little little CDs that went in there. Um, yeah, this, this is a tough one. Yeah, this is a tough one. Yeah, and it had the handle too. I was like, oh, it's it's practical, <laughs> it's functional. Wait. You know, um, this is a tough one for me. I had, I'm like I said, I'm so passionate about gaming. Every system had a few games, or even a controller, or like you said, the 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 handles on it. Um, so Sega Dream Class Cast. It was Power Stone for me. Anybody remember Power Stone? It was a fighting game. I used to play mm-hmm. that all the time because I just got traded to Green Bay from Seattle. So that's what I was grinding on, the Power Stone and NFL 2K. And I was playing that game not only because it was a football game, but I was playing it because I did the mo- the motion capture for the wide receiver, running back, defensive back, and linebacker. So if wow. you have that game, if you can still play that, that is me as randy moss but you know, so i'm all the receivers i'm all the running backs i'm all the defensive backs and i'm all the linebackers on that game that's my body type that's you <laughs> that's me wow uh, nfl 2k on, on 2k's from 2k sports i remember they're pulling me flying me into san francisco took me over to the redwood uh studios 
at Sega, and I was like, I'm living the dream right now. I said, I could do this all the that time. That is funny. Please do it. So that I'm going to go crazy. Dreamcast because I got, even though I had GameCube, I'm not discrediting mm-hmm. that at all. That was some good games on there. Um, Matt Smack, was it? Uh, Smash Melee was on GameCube, I think, mm-hmm. and a few others. But, but but that Dreamcast had a little with the power. It was the between the motion capture, but then Power Stone game. That was so fun to play. So, dude, I'm just telling you, if anybody had Fire Emblem Path of Radiance on GameCube, you know what I'm talking about. So much fun. So much fun. Yeah. Big time fun. There. And now yeah. and now if you try to buy it on like Amazon, it's yeah. like 300 bucks. Of course. It's, classic. it's ridiculous. It's, it's like ridiculous. stock. It's like the stock market, man. Because I found like the... I found my GameCube at my grandma's house, but I couldn't find my game. So I was like, oh, let me just go buy it real quick. I went on Amazon. I said. Excuse the hell out of me! I'm not paying three hundred dollars. Hey, hey, I, I, I had to give it up though. My, um, on my wife's side, the family uncle, uh, John, he's in his basement one day clearing out stuff, and he's like, "Aman, I think this is something you might like. It looked like a console I bought for our kids a couple years years ago when they were little." And I look at it, I dust it off, and it's a PS One. I'm like, "Oh, uh, yeah." I will take that. I was like, how much? He's, and he said 300 bucks. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll take it. I was like, I kind of thought about it for a second. But it had games with it, too. It had, it had two controllers and Ooh, about okay. 10, it had 10 to 15 games. I said, yes, please take, give me that. I am not letting that okay. go into yeah, the garbage. It. He was about to throw it in the garbage. I'm like, no, nice. Uncle Uncle John, no. It doesn't work that way. This thing. Ridiculous. I have Ridiculous it in. I brought it with John. me to uh, in Lincoln. So it's in the garage right behind me. So. One day, Bet. Rico, we can jump on it. And I got TVs that we could play on it. Yeah. Bet. All right, Get next one item on the list. <laughs> yeah, next item on the list. Star Wars original trilogy. So that's New Hope, Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. Or the prequel trilogy, Phantom Menace, Clone Wars, or Revenge of the Sith. This one's a big one because I know some haters, they do not like, they do not like the prequels. Dude, yeah, man, you I know could, there's a ton of people. We could lose a lot of fans and friends on this one with our choices here. <laughs> right. This is die. This is this is sketchy right here. This is sketchy territory we're walking on right now. Oh, now okay. Oh, the, the OG trilogy is just it's classic. It's, classic. it's, it's fantastic. Classic. It's like it's, the Mona Lisa. You can't you love it. Duplicate those three movies ever. But the prequel trilogy sets the step. I know people dislike a lot of things about it. But it sets the stage so well. It's beautiful. For what happened. George Lucas, in Steven the Spielberg. Trilogy. Oh, my God, guys. Thank you it's, very much for that. It set it up so well. And I know people don't like him. I understand. Yeah. But, man, when I tell you that I'm a Jar Jar Binks fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's funny. I like him. He was comic relief. But every, every other friend was like, I, I hate Jar Jar Binks. What's wrong? Yeah, they, I hate him. Why, I hate why him. they put him in the storyline? Da, 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 da. I was like, I'm like, no, love no, him. He's cool. And I think I think it was great. Uh, Hayden Christensen got a lot of unnecessary hate for for uh, really? playing Anakin. Know. Yeah, of course, a lot he's of a unnecessary he's a baddie. Hate playing Anakin. He played him. He played. He played him so well that people disliked him. That's uh, good. People don't realize I, that's a good actor. I think. I think. Great. I'm actor. gonna go. With the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, 
the way you were going, I thought you were going to go OG, but I'm going to go OG. Nope. So we, we balance this. We, we got to even out there the force. Go. There I'm evening there out the force. You're, you're prequel. I'm OG. But not that I don't like the prequel trilogy. I mm-hmm. do. But if I got a pick and I'm we're picking now, I'm going to go OG. Because out and the reason why, I'll I mean, tell you. You got it? Or I'll tell you a quick we story. Got, we got Samuel Jackson as a as a true. Jedi. So True. And it doesn't get better than that. The king of MFing becomes a Jedi. Exactly. It doesn't you're right. It doesn't get better than that. But but I got a story to tell. My one of my cousins, uh, my cousin Shelly, she was my one of my older cousins, took me to see Return of the Jedi when I was like four years old. I'm barely walking and talking, tying my shoe. She takes me to a theater here, Indian Hills Theater. If you people remember that in Omaha, Nebraska, shout out to Indian Theater, Indian Hills Theater. Went to see Return. She took me to Return of the Jedi. I thought my at that time, at four years old, my whole life had changed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I already knew about Star Wars Episode One or Episode Four, Panel, uh, New Hope. Mm-hmm. I watched those two, and I watched that in Empire Strikes Back on HBO every time it came on. So to me, I was a Jedi. I was a Panawan in training. And then when I saw Return of the Jedi, I was like, I'm Luke Skywalker. I came out the theater. Four-year-old mom was like, I'm Luke Skywalker. Get out my way. You were just like. I was going, get out my way. (laughs) Okay. Serious question. Serious question. Uh You have to uh answer honestly. Okay. When you go to stores with automatic doors, do you? Every now and then, I do. I do. I say, be on with yourself. <laughs> I just just open the uh, door. What, what, what was the one line they say in the movie? Um, we are not these robots or something like that. Oh, no, we are the, not the ro- these, we are, these are not the droids you're looking for. Yeah, these are not the droids you're looking for. I do, I like yeah. I do that. Yes, I do have done that several times in my life, walking into Best Buy, walking to the grocery store. I say, yeah, these are not the robots you're looking for. And, you know, with the prequel trilogy, every once in a while, I'll, uh, I'll just... Uh, Say hi to somebody, and I'll, I'll just hello there. Yeah, there is always what is it? What does what Yoda say? There is never, uh, never try is always do. Or no, something. it's do do or do not. There is no try. Yeah, do or do not. There is no try. Do it. Do or do not. There is no try. I love Mister the little green guy there. He's my little green uncle from another galaxy far, far mm. away there. Mm, I like this part. When he does that, I do that when I'm doing it with my kids or my wife. She's doing something silly. I go, mm. she's like, shut up. I'm like, you gonna tell Yoda <laughs> to shut up? All right, next How one on the list. You. How dare you talk about just tell Yoda to shut up? All right, next one, Star Wars. Because there's a lot of this in Star Wars. Space combat, you know, the aerial scenes with the, the mm-hmm. fighter jets and the, the, the X-Wing, the H-Wing, the Y-Wing, fighting the uh, TIE fighters or the peaceful exploration as you've seen in some of the prequels where anakin goes to tatooine for the first time and um you see han solo traveling through from all the movies there's that time where Mm -hmm. you know they're going they're just going along and then showing the big you know milky way or some black it is it is are you asking which one i'd rather watch yeah or yeah be a part of watch Start well, if the I, combat. If, if I wanted, if I wanted to watch, and I'm at a safe distance, and I can still see it, space combat. If I had to be a part of it, give me the peace <laughs> <I>, work. <laughs> hey, you no, and everybody else combat, in the chat. <laughs> the space combat is is just it is chef's kiss. Yeah. The sound effects, the 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 lights, the 
just everything about the space combat in Star Wars is yeah. just the best that it could ever be. Yeah, because remember the scene in Return of the Jedi where Luke is in there talking to the Emperor, his dad, Darth Vader's off to the right, and he's trying to get Luke to cross over to the dark side, and they're watching. He's like, "Look at your, your, look at your ex, your fighters. We're destroying a rebellion, or whatever he yeah. says, you know." And Luke is just like. He's looking and he's like, he's a little distressed. He's like, oh my God, we're losing. <laughs> we're losing. But wait a minute. I'm a Jedi. I'm like, hold up. Man, you better shut like, up. hold on. <laughs> I'm Luke Skywalker, bro. You, no, you ain't I not am? about this. Like, you, man, look, you standing next to my daddy. He said, I'm you know who I am. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> so I'm about to go space combat too. I do like the peaceful explorations where it's kind of you know, show us things the graphic artists have done for the Star Wars universe. But the, the combat, mm -hmm. the fightings are always cool. To see the screaming, the yelling, and it does my little, a little, a little. I, I drop a little tear for every uh, space fighter that they get shot down. You know, oh. when I see, oh, I see it. They be like, and they always the scene where it's just their face, and you see everything burning up behind them. I'm like, it's, oh my god, worst. that is the worst. No! I'm like, no! what are we doing? They're like, I've been hit, and it's just. <sighs> I'm going down. I'm like, oh no! I'm like, what I'm like, is happening? No, not another one. I'm like, dang, another one went down. All right, so space combat won like that to. one out. All right, all right, last one of this, and this is a, I say, trickers. We see we got Halloween right around the corner here, so we got creating mm -hmm. a custom character or using a pre-made character costume. Mm -hmm. So I'm not. I'll say I'll answer this right away for me. I'm not that creative. I'm not the creative one in my family. So I'm going to go using a pre-made character. So I will go pick up something at the stove that it was already put together. And I just got to put it on. There you go. Uh, what about you, Rico? What about you, Chet? So the last couple of years, we've had like, you know, family, um, family costumes. And we've kind of mm -hmm. had to, you know, bits and pieces, get things and put it kind of together. So it's, it's like pre-made, but we have we stuff them. So I guess it's custom-ish, yeah. uh, and and I've just really enjoyed that so much. Just putting together a costume with my family, and you know the kids are one thing, and me and Rachel are another thing. So I think I'm gonna go with. Plus, she's super creative, so I just ask her, "What do you need me to do?" And mm -hmm. she's like, "She's like, here, go do this, or I I got this. Don't worry about it. Just keep the kids busy." So I I really like the uh, the custom character. Mm hmm. Yep. Because it looks good, it looks better, it looks yeah. better. Like I said, I'm not no cosplayer, as uh, uh, E mentioned that. So pre-made, so I can't <laughs> do that. I'm not good at that. I mean, I could probably follow instructions. Somebody gives me like a layout of uh, building out a costume because I know Tiger mm -hmm. Lily, who I stream with, she is awesome at doing the cosplay stuff. You know, putting them together. She does TikToks where she makes a whole outfit from a Final Fantasy character, and it looks so dope, delicious. I'm like, what? I can't. I wish I could do that. I wish I was any. That's look, cosplayers in my body. Are, cosplayers are different, man. Yeah, like the amount they about of that life, they about time that and money that they life. put into those costumes, ridiculous. Yeah, indeed. I have this problem too, JFK. Custom costumes, custom costumes never fit me correctly. Yeah, I have that problem too, homie. I, I can relate. Yeah, me too, because I'm short. <laughs> and I'm big. I'm sh you're short, I'm big, you know. <laughs> you know it just doesn't it doesn't add up. So all right. We Sad. got the this or that down the done. Oh, uh, that's facts. Speaking of facts. Do, 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 do. So let me let me get everything set up. 
for our game releases of the week. We have some fun stuff to talk about. Oh, a game I can't wait for you to talk about. Let's get the intro going first. It's time for the game releases. Game releases. Oops, I got to hit the button. I always forget that. I got to stop the button. It happens. It'll keep on going, but here we go. Just keep it going. Keep it going. Here go. All right, Rico, here you go. This is your game. All right. So out of the games that you gave us, I looked through them, and Relic Hunter's Legend looked like a really fun game to me. So Relic Hunter's Legend, an upcoming top-down looter shooter from Gearbox and Brazil-based developer Rogue Snail, uh, created for PC. Um, their focus is that they're... It, I don't really, really know how to explain it, except for you get to have these characters that you can kind of they have like their own specialties but the way that the game works is you can customize each one of them to fit your play style so depending on how you want to play the game you can customize each character to fit however you want to do that and get through this game so um they have what is it one two six seven different characters named now i'm going to say that view the shape-shifting scientist, Panzer, the raging mascot who's in like a squirrel costume, Wrath, the party engineer, Ace, the rogue donkey, and he's actually like a donkey, uh, Jimmy, so the walk, crack shot rebel, walking on all yeah. fours, Pinky with two eyes, the fearless leader, and Seven, the mysterious time traveler. So you're going through, you get all of these, again, looter shooters. So, and it's made by, you know, Gearbox is a part of it. So, you know, you know, they're, they're really into making different types of guns. If you've played any of the Borderlands games. Um, Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah. So again, you get to customize each of these characters as you're going around trying to collect all of these things and and getting through the missions. Ooh, big fun. I say the look of the game brings me back to my Saturday morning cartoon TV shows. I was like, I'm down for this. I always dreamed about that too. It's like, I would love to play a video game of Smurfs or Snorkels <laughs> or uh, what was another Saturday? There's like different Go- things that you can do in the games. Right. Skirmish, Go-Bot. scavenge. There's like a payload type thing where you capture a uh, payload and you can guide it to the end of the level. So if you've played, you know, it's in a bunch of different games, but uh, if you've That's played. Like Over- that sounds like Overwatch um, right there. Yeah, Overwatch. It's like that, where they have this thing that you can stand on, and if you're in the zone, it's moving. But if there's enemies in the zone, it stops, and you have to defeat all the enemies, get back in the zone, and keep it moving. So that, like I said, there's multiple different different aspects to the game that you can continue to do. So, like I said, skirmish, scavenge, payload, defense, distraction, exploration, and delve. So you get to uh, – you're free to explore the mini dungeon – but it's dangerous, and there's a bunch of bosses that you can beat. Um, the challenge, to challenge the final boss, you need to find a boss key, and you have a limited number of lives. You get an extra life for each boss you defeat. Gotta if you that. run out of lives, the mission is over. Got to manage that. Those lives. Always got to do something. And, yeah, like you were saying, like the the uh, the way that it looks is very Sunday morning cartoon. Uh, Scooby like Doo, sit down and just some just some show comes on that you've never heard of. Or yeah, Scooby Doo, but like some show comes on and you're just like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm interested. I'm definitely interested. Or when all the Nickelodeon cartoons started, Nickelodeon with a uh, Doug, 
Oh yeah. Rocco's Modern Life. Uh, what's the Ren and Stimpy? The classic Ren and Stimpy. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. I was like, oh my god, that's what I this feel here. This is very like, yeah. This is very like the new age Cartoon Network design. Mm-hmm. Like, and look, this isn't a take away from this game at all. But like the new age Cartoon Network, where like all of the cartoons kind of have like a similar look. That's kind of what this one looks like. For sure. That was like I said, it took me back to. 1989, 1988, waking up early on Saturday morning to make sure I didn't oversleep. I didn't have no alarm. I still would just pop up around 7.30, turn to Nickelodeon, turn mm-hmm. to CBS, ABC, catch the Transformers, or G.I. Joe, Smurf, Snorkels, <laughs> uh, GoBots, what else? Scooby-Doo. Uh, trying to think what else all a few other all of it so awesome we've been watching a lot of scooby-doo in our house lately oh you being a good parent there you're raising your kids right you and well we found it on it's like tubi or whatever and uh, free tv yes yeah that's always good free is always good kids love it free is always good so we got something big here it's not quite free but it's (laughs) fc soccer EA Sports bringing in the FC 24. Since the deal didn't get re-signed by the other company, I don't know if I could say their name, FIFA. You could say it. Yeah, you could say it. So now we don't have FIFA. It's still EA, and it's still soccer. So that's the one thing. It's on all platforms, including your Switch. It comes out Friday. So they have a new era for the world's game. They have 20... For ultimate uh the ea or i say f uh, fc 24 ultimate edition that came back out in august so you could get mm-hmm. your you get a fe a f or uef championship league or uef women's championship league ultimate team hero item on november 27th and then also discover the most true to football experience in the hyper motion just like they brought to madden that field sense that gives you more ball control more dribbling control and then of course when you try to bend it like beckham right there into the yeah. net so you have yeah. play, t- play styles optimized by opta and revolutionized frostbite engine that is running all these players ai that you are controlling with over nineteen thousand authentic player moves like that right there another bend it like beckham i know the guy with the the ponytail, I just can't think of his name. I watch him play in the World Cup yeah. last summer. I yeah. know he's a I know he's a fantastic player, you know. So that is up right now. And you see all the little things you get for pre-ordering, which I love mm-hmm. the way EA does that. If you you know give you a little something if you pre-order the game early, you get mutt, you get foot points, which is the uh, football ultimate team, jerseys, what have you. And I would take it back. To the start and see if i can pause it real fast right there these are the we got some of the characters names. i'm gonna try some of these names people so bear with me <laughs> i got marta right, here we go marta is the go, easiest one on the list so far so marta marcus rashford from england rudy valor i'm saying that correctly from germany pele i got his name i know that there name. you go and uh you got to help me with this one zingding zaday i think it's zinedine zaday Zin- zinedine zaday Zidane, I believe, Zidane from France, Zidane. and then Bukayo Saki, Saki from uh, England, Andrian Pilo from Italy, 
Mia Hamm, I know that name. Johan Kroff from Netherlands. Alex Scott, Ronaldinho. I could say that name all the time. Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho. Toro, toro, toro. Alexandra Pop. Uh, Enrique Leme, if I'm saying that correctly, from Argentina. And Dida Dida Day. Drogba. I think so. You're looking at DDA. DDA Drogba. Lacey Santos, the same. I'm gonna stop right there because I don't want to keep murdering myself here <laughs> in the same name. But that is the line. So if you go on to FC uh, website, easports.com, check it out. It has the roles, the role of names of people that are in the game standing here in this part of the video that is paused for you. And uh, you could check it out. And like I said, you got more EA points or for your foot teams. You could buy the jerseys. You could just play regular games like me. It's like I'm I live the franchise life. I don't want to play the franchise life. But if you are a franchise player, they have that in here too. You could create your own football club and then grow it from the bottom up into a fantastic World Cup winning organization for you. So FIFA mm -hmm. or AS Sports FC Soccer is out now. And Relic Hunters, go check it out. Uh, I'm definitely it's on Steam, so I'm definitely gonna have to play that. We like we like indie games too here. So I'll let the video run one more time for FC24. Brought to you by EA Sports and Frostbite Engine. Makes the graphics, makes the characters look even more real. And then let's let that run. There you go. He's a bad, he's a bad dude right there with a ball when he's kicking the ball. <laughs> so you get to move around with realistic action, realistic gameplay, and you see the real life to hyper motion transition right there. You just did, did they did a little trick with the camera, and you got all the dances too. I wish I could play soccer like this, but I could do it in FIFA FC. I could do it in FC. Oh, yeah. So there you go. I uh, always look at and I see these moves whenever I like played FIFA, and I'm just yeah. like, oh, I could do that. And then I get in the game and I go, nah, nah. Right now, twist the ankle so fast. There's like so many like this, this, <laughs> the stick movements and everything, and I'm like, I can't do that. And then yeah, you're like, even in real life, you're like, oh, they just like it's a quick little dribble between the legs. Do this, like that doesn't look too complicated. No, it's very yep. complicated. Yep. I can, I could be a goalie. I could be a goalie for sure. That's not a problem. Yeah. I I will jump faster and a little higher, so I know I can make it happen. So I'll, so you can have mixed teams in this one now. So you can have yeah. Mia Ham passing to Ronaldinho. Exactly. I just saw that too. I was like, I don't want anybody pick that up. But you got co-ed teams. I'm down for that. That's what I got to do in the esports world. Got to mix it up. Exactly. Got to have fairness across so I the looked board. Up yeah, I'm looking up why it's not called FIFA anymore, and I don't know why. Oh, the light just turned off in here. <laughs> well, it was one oh, because they didn't, sign, they, didn't, they didn't sign the deal. They didn't uh, re-up yeah. with EA Sports, so that's why it's no more FIFA 24 or 25. It's FC, yeah. so football club. EA Sports FC 24, that is the main reason why. So, Or one of the – I'll say one of the reasons that I'm very aware of. Mm -hmm. So – all right, so um, you can not watch Ahsoka, but we're going to start watching Ahsoka next week because you have a house full of little people that are dominating you like the Oompas. Yeah, I, I don't love... get to choose what we watch. Exactly. I remember sleep. that life. Oh. <laughs> I remember that life where the kids dominated TV from Nickelodeon to the Disney Channel to Boomerang, all the child uh, content out there that you needed to have on TV because yeah. if it didn't, you're going to have some grumpy little kids. But mm -hmm. what we are going to do is next week get caught up on episode one and two of Ahsoka on Disney Plus. 
master and apprentice that was the first episode man i can't wait till you watch it it's this series so far has been full of great cinematic scenes that we were just talking about from original trilogy to prequel to rebel wars or um what was it uh the rebel series that was the cartoon mm-hmm. series to clone wars that you're gonna see is like oh my god this this series looks so good so another golf clap for disney plus bringing together another series and then after this we could probably knock this out pretty fast and get into loki season two which Ooh. is gonna be also on disney plus we could talk I'm about excited. that that one i'm so excited so we got ahsoka we're gonna start talking about next week then the following week or i say then after we're done with ahsoka we'll fall right into loki and the all the mischievousness that he's causing in the so, multiverse so it's his fault so excited just it blame Le- blame loki for a lot of stuff in the multiverse you could, you could blame loki for a lot of things and you'd probably yes. be right yeah and but yeah here you go uh rico from eeyore he said yeah. fifa wanted more money Plain yeah, and simple, sense. basically yeah and then uh jfk here is a shout out to you from jfk he said i don't know i'm not letting little kids dominate the tv <laughs> Look, look, JFK. Hey, what you that's get kids, what everybody JFK? says. That's what everybody said. Everybody says all these grand visions for before right. they have kids. Let me tell hold on. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, he, has all oh, these he got situated in his seat. Before they running. have kids. I'm not gonna let them watch a screen. I'm not gonna let them dominate the TV. They're gonna eat what I make. They're not gonna eat junk food. They're gonna listen and be respectful. They're gonna do this, they're gonna do all this stuff. But once you have kids. And your ears are bleeding from ah. two hours of nonstop screaming. You're like, you know what? Fine. We won't watch football today. We'll watch Spider-Man. I don't care. I'll watch football on my phone. For the hundredth time. You, you, gotta you forgot them. that part. You, you read a book to them. They're just, you're just like, I made this delicious lasagna. And the kid's like, I want chicken nuggets and Doritos. I want and Fruit Loops. They throw the lasagna on the floor. They're screaming at you. And finally, you're like, you know what? Hey, here's your chicken. Your here's your dino nuggets, your Fruit Loops, and your Doritos. And they take one bite out of all of it. And they go, I'm full. And you get very upset, but you love them with oh, all of your heart. That, that drove me nuts. I look at their plate and it was still half full. I said, no, you better eat. You're not getting off this table. Mm-hmm. For all that hell you just raised, you better finish that whole plate. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now. You're not doing this. What? And JFK says you got to scream louder than them when football is on and they look at you crazy. No, they don't. They look Some at do. you. No, I've, they done that. Scream, I've done that. I've done that a few then times. Then they scream louder and then you get in a screaming match. And all of a sudden your neighbors are knocking on your door like, is everything okay over here? Yeah. Like, no, no, I've done that. It worked. I did it with my kids. It worked. I screamed at them. They started screaming. I said, ah, and they looked at me like it was crazy. And it, and it was silent the rest of the game. <laughs> that does work. It does. It, in some situations, it's it's sometimes, some sometimes kids, it works. It won't work every time, right? Yeah. So, no, we're not trying to convince you not to have kids. No, because they are the best. We just they are the best. Ready mentally. So, if you decide to, we know we're just letting you know because what you're signing up for. With with That's all it. of that, despite all of that, when you come home after a long day of work, or you go to pick them up from daycare, and they see your face. And all of a sudden, your son or daughter is just like, "Daddy!" And they run up to you and give you a big hug. It's all you worth just, it. You just melt. It's all worth it. And they yeah. just want to when when maybe if they don't feel very good or if they just they just sit there and they're just like, "I want to I want to sit on your lap or I want to cuddle." And you're just like, "Yes, yes." 
Like you're good. Uh, he said, he said, but I have a one year old and I might be walking into the okie dokie, <laughs> but I'll be prepared. Yes, you'll be prepared. It's going to take luck. a make me turn the Packers game off. Yes. That's what, yeah, you, have that's a, it. That's what you have a phone for. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know how many, so, uh, you know how many times I, I sit there and I'm just like, oh, I gotta watch, you know, Nebraska play for my job, and my kids like, I don't want to. I want to watch Scooby Doo, and I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. I put on Scooby Doo on there, and then I just sit there with an iPad or my phone, and I'm just watching that. It's fine. There you go. There's other options oh, now. There's thousands yeah. of skinny cat. There you go. You can survive your sa- football Saturdays and Sundays with that mindset. Learn to adjust to adjust and yes jordan love my fantasy savior yep he's balling out i think so i just, everybody picked, that I think I just him. picked him up oh what how did he get picked up what nobody drafted him yeah, i don't know nobody had him i think i just picked him up in one of my leagues hey that's a that's an unaware league right there so be our facial before you jump off make them watch husker and packers then they can have it after that yeah <laughs> you gotta sub you gotta subdue somewhere um but uh i want to say thank you to everyone tuning in be our facial jfk uh, Jeremy in here. Snore Dizzle came in a little late with the mac and cheese comment. I saw that earlier. And everybody on LinkedIn, thank you for tuning in. We are going to be streaming the LinkedIn for moving forward. And Maestro is another one through the NFL alumni uh, group that I'm uh, NFL alumni media that I'm on um, as well. So shout out to Craig and Gus for Rock. Craig Richardson and Gus for Rock to help get that going and Brian as well. So we're everywhere, Rico. We are everywhere. We're in the podcast. Everywhere ecosystem so we'll be back next week same bat time same bat channel on like five different bat channels because it's you know the big bat computer <laughs> all it's the just, bat channels. it's all the bat screens so there you go to watch some of uh, myself rico and then john will be back next week and we might have somebody else join us i don't know we'll see we'll see um and uh we got and another comment from the from the chat says nor diesel says yeah 44 years haven't missed the packer snap nice wow that is dedication that's a vested fan right there, Snore Dizzle. That's what I'm talking about. He said he'll watch it on the VOD as well. Watch the podcast on the VOD. Appreciate you, man, because that works too. Like us, follow us at the social media tags below. We're on TikTok. We're on Twitter and Instagram. And Rico right there, Radio Rico AC. You can find us there. Sub, subscribe, retweet, all that. Share, whatever you do when you go into one of those social media apps, please do it. And if you want to come in and join the chat every week, please do that as well. So we'll be back next week, like I said, 10 a.m. on Wednesday. Hope you have your great rest of your week. Go Pack Go and go Big Red. All right? That's how we're going to do this thing. Now we, now I got to go and try to figure out all this stuff. I'm, I'm old. and I mean, Really, I would say. Uh, there we go. So we got that. Go, go Patriots. Do your job. And uh, <laughs> go Big Red. Go Big Red. There we go. And we, we're ready for the pop music now. Here you go. What? <laughs>